the drunk astrologer. Hi, this is Allison. I am the drunk astrologer and welcome to my podcast. This episode is going to be covering the week of April 16th to April 22nd. And it is a doozy. It, the themes that kept coming up for me this week when I was looking into the astrology, when I was prepping, uh, was intensity and hard work. I knew almost instantly that I would need to do a drink that had both alcohol and caffeine in it. I ended up settling on vodka Red Bull. Now, you might be saying, Allison, this isn't college in 2012. Who drinks vodka Red Bulls anymore? And I will admit, it has been quite a bit of time since I popped open a can of Red Bull, drank a little bit off the top, and just poured in some vodka until it it filled the can. It's been a little while since I've done that. But I will say, when I was trying to pick a drink this week, I just kept remembering the joke about millennials. And that, of course, we love espresso martinis. We are the generation that, before espresso martinis, drank vodka Red Bulls. And before that, we drank the original Four Locos growing up. The original. Not the watered-down versions now, but the original. Those things were deadly. Unfortunately, quite literally, which is why they don't make them anymore. So when I was first thinking about the drink of the week, I was like, well, maybe I'll do the espresso martini. But the more I looked at the week, the more I decided that that was just too classy. Just too classy for this week. This week is not a classy week. And we can't do the original Four Locos anymore because we can't do a drink that they don't make anymore. So that's how I finally settled on Vodka Red Bulls. Now, like I said, we have a lot of fun things to talk about this week. I'm actually going to start with the easier stuff, though. So on... We're going to start with the moon. So on Sunday, the moon will still be in Pisces. So Sunday the 16th, the moon still will be in Pisces, which will be this very airy, dreamy, very not grounded energy at all. But then on Monday the 17th, the moon's going to move into Aries, and we're going to jump start. It's going to bring in all this excess, excess energies, ah, Excess energy, a lot of which, which we will probably have to find ways to burn off. And it will give us the ability to take on challenges. Which will start prepping ourselves for what's going to be happening a little bit later on. So then, very late Wednesday, for some people, early Thursday. And I'll actually talk about this a little bit more when I cover some of the, the aspects. 
but the uh, moon's going to be moving into Taurus. This is going to be a little bit more relaxed, just a little bit, a little bit more relaxed. Um, and it's going to have more of a materialistic focus. Then on Saturday, the 22nd, the moon's going to be moving into Gemini, which brings in a little bit more of a restless energy, uh, brings in a need to communicate uh, and be around others. So we're going to have that going into the next week. Now, again, you're going to be asking, Allison, you just told us what an intense week it's going to be. That doesn't sound too intense. That doesn't sound too bad. That is because I have not started talking about the sun yet. So the sun is going to give us some um, intensity and excitement this week. It is going to start in Aries. And at the very last little bit of Aries, it's going to, we're going to be having a solar eclipse. Solar eclipse is a new moon. Just take the intensity, dial it up. Now I mentioned, so I am on the West Coast. I'm on the Pacific Pacific time zone. So this will be happening for me late Wednesday night. For most, I think everybody except for on the East Coast. So on the Eastern time zone, you're going to be, it's going to be late Wednesday night. For the, everybody uh, kind of on the eastern, east coast, and Europe, things like that, it's going to be on Thursday the 20th, on 420. Now, I will say, if you are someone who does new moon rituals, uh, if you do any sort of rituals like that, I always do new moon rituals, full moon rituals as part of my, my witchcraft uh, if you are doing that, you are going to want to do your rituals on the uh, Wednesday night. You're going to want to do it going into the solar eclipse. Now, usually during a new moon, we spend time uh, manifesting what we want to get out of this next moon cycle. With this solar eclipse, though, it is going to be a little bit different. What you want to do is instead of thinking about what you want to manifest, because honestly, this energy that's coming in is not going to be giving you an option. You're not going to have a choice of what is coming. So what you want to do for this new moon ritual is you want to actually just have a fresh, clean slate. You want to clear the slate for whatever is going to be coming in. Because what the solar eclipse is going to be bringing it's going to be bringing a lot of intensity. There's going to be a lot of very important pivotal feelings that are being brought in. And it's the start of some long-term changes coming into our lives. This series of solar eclipse, this is just the beginning. But this is going to be energy that is going to be changing our lives. This first solar Eclipse is bringing in a lot of challenges and a lot of obstacles. And this is a very internal, self-focused energy with this solar eclipse. A lot of it is going to be issues surrounding our independence. We are going to be pushed and challenged to acknowledge where we have not been true to ourselves. Where in our lives have we been making decisions based off of what others tell us or what we believe others want us to do? 
And where have we been uh, lacking in self-care? We are going to be forced and pushed to take charge of our personal success. And this is going to come down to defining our personal success. This is going to come down to figuring out where we need to go to make sure we are the most successful possible. And it's all on a very personal level. Now, I do want to give a little warning. The solar eclipse is in Aries. Aries is a very impulsive energy. So we need to remember that and we need to resist the urge to act instantly and quickly. What we need to do is we need to take it slow. Some of these impulses are not necessarily going to be bad things. For me personally, recently, I say recently about uh, over a month ago now, I had the impulse to leave my job. The temptation to walk in, flip everybody the birds, say, F you, I'm out, was very, very strong. Instead, I took it slow. I found another situation that was better for me. I made sure that I was making the right decision. I still said F you in the end, but it was done in a more diplomatic way so that everything, everybody was happy. So these impulses might necessarily might not necessarily be bad impulses. We just need to be slow with our reaction to them. Don't let that Aries energy take over and have you make a decision that you'll end up regretting in the end. But if you take it slow, you're smart about it, you're going to end up making the right decision for you. Now, this solar eclipse energy is it's going to be throwing a lot of obstacles in our way. But once we work through them, it's all going to bring better things. And one of the reasons why this is happening is immediately after the solar eclipse, the sun is going to be moving into Taurus and it's going to be squaring Pluto. Now, one thing I really want to talk about with the Sun Square Pluto that's coming up that also kind of ties into this eclipse is how other people are going to be feeling. So Sun Square Pluto always brings ego conflicts. It brings intense behavior. It brings disagreements. It brings a lot of issues. And one of the reasons that this happens is because it's very triggering. It's a triggering energy. And it triggers the darker side of life. For those of us that study astrology, for those of us that know this is coming, we know we are about to be triggered. And we also know that we have to work through these triggers. We have to work through, why is this triggering me? Why am I upset about this? Why is this happening? But for people that don't, listen to astrology podcasts for people who don't study astrology they don't understand why they're being triggered and just like with the solar eclipse they don't understand why they're having these urges they don't understand why they're having this intensity or why they're having these obstacles 
And that causes a lot of frustration. So you're going to see a lot of people getting very upset. We do need to be patient with others during this time. You need to understand the confusion that people are going to be feeling and why they are lashing out. We know with this solar eclipse, with the sun's going Pluto, we need to acknowledge where the obstacles and where the triggers are coming up in our life, and we need to work through it. Other people don't. Other people try to avoid it. Other people pass the blame. They do things like that. Now, this is very, very difficult. And I will say, since Pluto is involved, we do not have the option to avoid. People are not going to be able to avoid. You almost, with Pluto, have to accept where it is stripping your life away. Because once it strips from you, once it destroys you, Pluto does give you a very important place to build something new. And that's what's going to be be happening through all this. We're going to have to be building something up from these obstacles and this this um from all the the changes that are being thrown at us. One thing that is going to help is uh the sun is going to be in Taurus. It moves into Taurus on 420. Uh I, I do that is great because a lot of Tauruses do celebrate that holiday. Uh, so it, it that part, uh, I always love that. But um, we're going to have the sun in Taurus for about a month. And Taurus is a very grounding energy. It's a very, it's an energy full of stubbornness, but also full of determination. So it's going to bring in this determined energy And it's going to allow us to really work on the foundation. So Taurus is a lot about the foundations of things, the roots of the matter, the security with which we build everything else up. So when the sun moves into Taurus, this is when we are going to have the opportunity to build ourselves back up. And I wish that that was all that we were talking about with this week, because It is a lot. It's a lot of intense energy. It's a lot of hard work. Everything I've talked about so far is telling you about how you're going to have to work hard this week, about why that extra caffeine and that Red Bull is going to be helpful, about that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, I'm not done. Because on Friday, the 21st, at 16 degrees Taurus, Mercury is going to be going retrograde. So, a couple things I always prepare for when Mercury is in retrograde is all the Mercury and Gatorade jokes. I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love a good Mercury and Gatorade joke. However, one thing that always happens to me, and I don't know if anybody else experiences this, is whenever Mercury is in retrograde, everybody wants to come to me and and blame all their issues on astrology. They don't even know Mercury's in retrograde, but they're coming to me and being, what's wrong with the stars? Why are they doing this to me? I get that every single Mercury retrograde. So I will 
be talking about retrograde, Mercury retrograde a lot because it happens a lot in this podcast. Uh, But I do want to take the time just now to kind of talk about the big themes of Mercury retrograde. And that is patience, patience, patience. We all know that there's going to be technology issues during Mercury retrograde and there's going to be miscommunications. We know that. We know that when we go to the store, the card reader might not be working. We know that when you go to work, the internet might go out. Things are going to come up. And the most important thing when all this is happening is just to be patient and accepting um, of what happens. First of all, this will make people appreciate you that much more because when you are working at a store and the card reader fails, you get yelled at a lot. And so the um, when you are patient, when you're not yelling, the person working at that store is going to appreciate you that much more. Now, one of the other things with Mercury Retrograde, we understand the technology issues. Uh, we understand we're going to need to be patient for all that. One of the other big things, though, is when it comes to Mercury Retrograde, you really need to look into what brings itself back. So Mercury's when Mercury is in retrograde, um, the planet appears to be moving backwards. We do now realize that the Earth is not the center of the, the universe and the sun's the center of our solar system. Um, but when we look out at Mercury, it appears to move backwards. We know that's not what's actually happening, but it appears to move backwards. In astrology, when Mercury is moving backwards, it is digging up all those things that you didn't properly work through. It's digging up all of those holes that you have not yet properly filled. And so it's very important when Mercury is in retrograde to look at what the reoccurring themes are and investigate why these are coming up and put in the work. Noticing continuation of the theme we have here. When Mercury is in retrograde, you need to figure out what is reoccurring what is coming up again you need to drink your vodka red bull and you need to go to work taking care of that a couple big things that people joke about during mercury retrograde but are important to notice if they're coming up in your life Uh, i know there's always a joke about don't get don't cut your your bangs in mercury retrograde but maybe it's important to say hey if i'm considering that why What issues do I have with how I look or how people perceive me that are causing me to want to do this? The other thing that comes up a lot is exes coming back into our lives. The most important thing to look at with this is why that door was still open for them to come back in. Because usually the door should be closed. There's very, very few times that I'm okay with someone leaving their ex back in. And so very few times that the door for the ex to come back in should be open. For me, I had an ex that almost every Mercury retrograde would reach out to me. Every single time it upset me. And it wasn't until I started to recognize that, hey, there's something that hasn't been done here yet. There's something that needs to finally be finished. 
And once I was able to recognize that, I was able to recognize what the issue was. And it was the fact that I had not yet told, I had not yet allowed myself to understand that he no longer had any effect over me. And the moment I was able to take that control, the moment I was able to say, okay, he has no effect over me. He came back when Mercury retrograde, he said something stupid and I laughed in his face. And that was what needed to happen to completely shut that door. So when Mercury retrograde comes up again, as it is on Friday, just look and say, what do I need to do? Why are these issues continuing to come up? And how can I close doors that need to be closed? And maybe, just maybe, what doors need to be reopened? So this week, like I said, it's going to be intense. We're going to have to put in a lot of hard work. And we are going to have to keep moving. So pour yourself a vodka Red Bull. Chug it down if that's also what you want to do. I do not recommend that though. But whatever you need to do to get that rush of caffeine and alcohol. And get to work. You can always reach out to me with any questions, comments, concerns. I can be found on social media at The Drunk Astrologer. Um, so Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, as long as that's still a thing. Um, and uh, I can also be reached by email, thedrunkastrologer at gmail.com. No spaces. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and supporting. Uh, you can always... Um, any any little bit helps, including uh, uh, submitting a review, recommending it to a friend, sharing the podcast on your social media. Um, I appreciate every single person that listens. As always, always drink responsibly. And I'll see you on the other side. Drunk Astrologer.